The word of God is given to us to feed on. We at Deliverance Assemblies of God Church located at Kotobabi behind Ebony Hotel in Accra use this channel to come your way with the unadulterated word of God. Be blessed as you listen. Please take your Bibles with me to 2 Kings chapter 3. We should have read from verse 1 to 20. But let's read from verse 15. Then I will tell you the story from verse 1 to 15. But now bring me a harpist. Whilst the harpist was playing, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha. And he said, this is what the Lord says. I will fill this valley with pools of water. For this is what the Lord says. You will see neither wind nor rain. If your Bible, if it is your Bible, underline that. You will neither see wind nor rain. Yet this valley will be filled with water. And you, your cattle, and your other animals will drink. This is an easy thing in the eyes of the Lord. He will also deliver Moab into your hands. You will overthrow every fortified city and every major town. You will cut down every good tree. Stop up all the springs. And ruin every good field with stones. The next morning, about the time of the offering, the sacrifice, there it was. Say there it was. Say there it shall be. Say there it shall be. There it was. Water flowing from the direction of Edo. And the land was filled with water. Amen. Amen. Please let's go back to verse 15. There is something I didn't see. And he said, That's it. that says the Lord, make this valley. Full of ditches. Uh-huh. You see, the, the NIV King James. I want to keep. Fill this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. If it is your Bible, underline that because there is a message there. Amen. Amen. Beloved, this morning, the Lord has just inspired this thing. And so I'm speaking on the theme, the God of mysteries, the God of miracles, signs, wonders, and surprises. So that's the thing that those of you online, you can follow us. Our team is the God of mysteries, miracles, signs, wonders, and surprises. 
You see, the blood of Jesus Christ has, has qualified every child of God and strategically positioned every child of God for miracles, for mysteries, for signs, for wonders and surprises. I say the blood of Jesus Christ has qualified every child of God and strategically positioned every child of God for miracles, for mysteries, for signs, for wonders, and for surprises. In fact, in Luke chapter 10, verse 11, verse 21, Luke 10, 21, after Jesus had dispatched the disciples double-double to, to, to go to a certain town before he gets there, when they came back, they brought a report. They said, demons obey us in your name. Demons bowed in your name. Then Jesus made a statement. He said, don't be happy that demons bow down to you in my name. But be happy that your name has been written. Your name has been written. And Jesus said, Jesus rejoiced. He said, I thank thee, O Father, O Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hidden these things from the wise and put them, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. I think it's in verse 20 that says that don't be happy, but your name, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not, yes. That the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. I've been thinking, why did Jesus say they shouldn't rejoice? That demons bow down to them, but they should rejoice that their names have been written in heaven. Then the Lord was interpreting to me that when your name is written in the book of life, it means that you have the whole backing of heaven. Anything you are going through, heaven is backing you. All the angels are backing you. All the dwellers in heaven are backing you. So you are not the same. And you are not alone. Hallelujah. Amen. The God of mysteries. The God of miracles. The God of signs. The God of wonders. And the God of surprises. Is your God. I say he is your God. The God of mysteries. 
The God whose ways are mysterious. The God whose ways you can never understand. The God of miracles. The God of signs. The God of wonders. And the God of surprises. Is your God. And my God. Is your God. And my God. Is your God. And my God. Turn to somebody by you, tell the person the God of mysteries, the God of miracles, the God of signs, the God of wonders, the God of surprises. Is your God and my God? Is our God? Is our God? Is our God? As a person, do you believe it? If you so believe, put your hands together for the Lord. When we say something is a mystery, it's something that is difficult or impossible to understand or explain. The synonym of a mystery is puzzle or enigma. What is a miracle? A miracle is an extraordinary and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws. Yes. Let's clap for him. He's doing well. God bless. A miracle is simply a wonder. It's something that marvels you. And when we say a surprise, a surprise is an unexpected or astonishing event. You see, they are all synonyms. Miracle, mystery, they are almost the same words. What about a wonder? A wonder is a feeling of amazement and admiration. Now, let me not bother you so much with the definitions. Let me tell you certain facts about the supernatural or the, the spiritual realm. The number one fact of the supernatural spiritual realm is that what we call mysteries here on earth, what we call miracles, what we call signs and wonders, what we call surprises here on earth are natural occurrences in the spiritual realm. They are natural. What is a miracle here? It's not a miracle there. What is a mystery here on earth? It's not a mystery there. Look, the moment your soul leaves your body and you enter into the supernatural, your mind is so open. Over there, when you meet somebody, you know what the person is thinking. In the supernatural, there is no limitation. There is no shortage. There is no timeline. It is only here on earth. 
that we have Monday, Tuesday, and what, Wednesday. We have yes. 2020, In the realms of the supernatural, it is only one day. It is only light. That is why you should be careful. When you say my time is past, because in the supernatural, your time is not past. In the supernatural, your time is not past. Your time is not past. Because in the supernatural, time never passes. It is only here on earth. That is why we need to be careful about the things we say, about the things we give ourselves to. Because why, why God is still working on his prophetic word for you, you have already blocked him with your own words. My time is past. I am finished. Why is God is still working? You have blocked him. Why the angels have been dispatched? You have already blocked him. By the things you say. Because of the way you feel. Your feeling is limited. Everything natural here on earth is so limited. That is why people who are living by their senses, you will never achieve anything in life. I'm telling you, when you live by your senses, you will never experience the supernatural. You know, when you read Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 to 18, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Therefore in all things he behold him to be made like unto his brethren. That he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted he is also able to succumb them that are tempted. Now, do you know what this means? Do you know why Jesus was born? Do you know why Jesus descended from heaven? Do you know why Jesus came down from the spirit? Jesus could have saved us in the spirit. 
But Jesus had to take human form and live here on earth so that he can feel what we feel. So, so that he can better understand us. Amen. 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 That was why Jesus came in human form. But you see, why he was here? Because he is the word. He, he lived the word. He taught the word. Every problem or challenge that came his way, he projected the word. Amen? Amen. And that's what you and I must do. Now, God uses the unveiling of mysteries. God uses the manifestation of miracles. Signs and wonders. And the manifestation of surprises. Number one, to manifest his glory. To manifest his glory. Number two, to baffle the limitations of the world. When you have come to your end, where there is no way, that is where God will manifest himself. That is why he manifests the miracles. Like the Israelites came to the Red Sea. How do we cross? They have never read anywhere. That's a sea party. When they started crying, God asked, Why are they crying? Move on. Because in the supernatural and spiritual there is no hindrance. God doesn't know hindrance. Look, when you want to experience God, you must die to the flesh. You must die to the world. You must die to your five senses. Otherwise, you will be limited. Yesterday, I was with my Baba. When a man came around, and then somebody called him. He said he was an estate developer. And then they were talking. He said, ah, today, cement is now 86. Ah, three weeks ago, it was just about 46 cities. Can we build again? Can we? And the way he was talking. So I tap in, I say, Master, your pressure. Don't let this thing increase your pressure. What are we hearing about the CD? We are paying the price of people we voted for. I am not doing politics. Anyone you vote for, be ready to pay the price. Because everyone comes with something. You don't know until the person gets there. 
So when politicians are talking and saying things, we should rather pray and ask God, God, what is this person coming with? Some of us, we have never won one soul. But the way we campaign, some of us were somersaulting and Four more. Ah, we knew you from ancient now, now, four more. I could four more for Nana. 2024. 2024. It's going to be eight more. I see breaking the eight. Omu boom watching. You are paying the price of four more. Four more, no home. And you pay more. You pay. So stop talking. Stop complaining. And let's pay the price. God, God manifests miracles to confuse the systems. To confuse the devil and his agents. Listen to me. In this time, that things are like this. If it is true that the back of cement is now a testimony, let me tell you, some of you, it is now you are going to build your houses. It is now you are going to build your houses. It is now you are going to buy land. It is now you are going to buy your car. Who tells you that the price of cement can stop you from owning a house? Who told you that the city rising to 14 cities to a dollar can 16 cities? Yesterday, 16 cities. Let it go to 100 cities. You will buy that car. You will buy that car. You will buy that car. You will buy that land. You will do that business. Because the God of mysteries, the God of miracles, the God of signs and wonders, the God of surprises is our God. Is our God. I say he is our God. He is our God. Listen to me. Moutier. Look. I, I, I don't think about the, this economy. Thing. I don't think Sir. about them again. Because we are not living by them. Because I've come to realize 
Especially in Africa. It takes the grace of God to survive. It takes the mercy of God to survive. Yesterday I was telling somebody that especially Ghanaian politicians and Nigeria I think I think think because they have realized that we know how to trust God we know how to believe in God that is why they are mismanaging the economy because they know that no matter what we shall call on God we shall believe in God we shall trust in God and we will still live and survive so they are mismanaging things but listen to me very soon I said very soon God is going to answer our cry those who are there and mismanaging things they will know that there is God they will know that there is God. Those who are hiding money for themselves and their families alone, they will know that there is God. They will know that there is God. Those money will turn into stones. They cannot enjoy those money. Their stomachs will turn into stones. They can never enjoy what they are serving. Hallelujah! Unfortunately, pastors and men of God, some of them also support. Some of them also support. They can no longer talk. They can no longer say the truth. Look. Thank you. God bless you, Mama. Amen. Look. I, I hate popularity. I am here on earth to do the will of God. I am not here to please man. No! As it is, I say, the two parties, MPP and NDC, I hit them all the time. I hit here, I hit here. I hit here, I hit here. That is the role of the church. We have to be the light and the soul. Unfortunately, some of us have compromised. Let me tell you, every president who comes, listen to me, every politician who comes, look, because I have worked with a president before, they have good ideas, good intentions. But on that seat, the moment they sit there, a spirit takes over them. I'm telling you, they become confused. They don't know what they should do. And there are outside forces that manipulate them. That's why the Bible says that we should pray for our leaders. Look, some people have genuine mind. But that seat, there is something there. The moment they sit on it, and the spirit possesses them, Don't we have great men of God beside them? Don't we have great men of God who are around them? 
The spirit has also affected most of those great men of God. The spirit has also affected most of those great men of God. The, the spirit has also affected them. That same spirit. So they can't talk. They can't advise. Look, that's why I don't like positions. I don't like positions. Look, I can handle any position. I can be a general superintendent. Look, people have been hitting me. Even Papa sitting down here. Yes, why don't you stand? I know what is in my head. I know what I want to deal with first. I want to deal with my ego. I want to deal with myself. I want to fortify myself. I am finding out what I thought is on that seat. What is there? What is there? I am a great leader. I know what God has put inside me. I can handle any level. But I don't like the positions. I know why. Deliverance service of God is okay for me. I am grateful that God has given me a platform. A place to practice my ministry. I thank God for assemblies of God. And I thank God for deliverance assemblies of God. I am so grateful. That is enough. If it is 100 people God has given to me, they are enough. If I can build them an army and prepare them for heaven, I am okay. Listen to me. During this time, when MC, our deacon, took over, he said, today is a day of testimony. I don't know whether some of you wrote it down. That today, you see, let me tell you, there are some things when people are saying, write the date down. So that on the day of the manifestation, you know that the day began some days ago. It has been declared some days ago. Listen to me. No matter what the economy is going through, you will be what God wants you to be. I say you will be what God wants you to be. We shall achieve what God wants us to achieve. Hallelujah. Amen. In 2 Kings chapter 3, the, 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 our main text that we read, there was a battle between King Ahab, the king of Israel, and another nation. Ahab had never respected God. He married Jezebel and promoted Baal worship. So because of that, God was not with them. But in this battle, he went to a godly king 
The king, the king of Judah. That time Israel were divided into two. Ten tribes from a nation, we call them Israel. And the other two tribes, we call them Judah. So each of them had kings. So Ahab was the king of the ten tribes, Israel. And they had backslided. So God has turned his face against them. But Judah had a godly king. And so God was with them. And that's what Jehoshaphat. So when they were to go to war, Ahab contacted Jehoshaphat. And Jehoshaphat asked, don't we have a prophet here to tell us the mind of God how the battle will go on the way to the battle they got short of water you know water is very important in warfare because they needed to drink water to keep themselves and they were thinking ah God has brought us here to destroy us. And so Jehoshaphat asked, don't we have a prophet that we can Then somebody said, there is a prophet. Elisha. So they went to Elisha. When Elisha looked at Ahab, he said to Ahab, had it not been because of Jehoshaphat, like, like you, you Ahab, I won't look into your face. But now bring me a harp. Whilst Elisha was playing the harp, the spirit of the Lord came on him. That's why we do praise and worship. Enter his gates with heart, thanksgiving, and his cause with heart, praises. Praises inspire the atmosphere for the presence of God to come. So whilst Elisha was praying, playing the harp, the hand of God or the spirit of God came and upon him. And he began to prophesy. He said, fill this valley with, with ditches. All you need to do is that. Dig the ground. Dig holes. Man, I mean, dig big holes that will hold water. You will neither see any wind or rain. There will be no sign of rain or wind that brings water. But tomorrow, by this time, the ditches you have dug will be filled with water. Only dig the ditches. There will be no sign. There will be no sign. And the Bible says, by the next morning, there it was. In fact, the prophet said, for this is just an easy thing. 
This is just an easy thing. Listen to me. Some of you are still opening your eyes. Looking for your miracles. Some of you even after church. Right now. You are going for a special prophetic meeting somewhere. Where they are going to prophesy to your womb. They are going to prophesy to your head. They are going to prophesy to your bottles. They are going to prophesy to your, to your right hand. They are going to prophesy to your breast. They are, oh my God, you know what I'm saying. You are going to places where they are going to prophesy. So you are looking around. You are looking for signs. The prophet said, there will be neither sign. There will be no rain. There will be no wind. What do you want? Is it a sign you want? Is it no water? You, know, you want water? Why do you want sign? You go. Go and dig. Why you want the water to occupy? Prepare the place. And, and go and sleep. Tomorrow morning. Water will be there. And the Bible says, they did it. By the next morning, there it was. There it was. There it was. And it came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered. That behold, there came water. There came water. Listen to me. Your miracle is already around you. I say your miracle is already around you. Your testimony is already around you. When I visit Papa Omoukwai, there is a prayer he prayed for me. And my wife has been praying that prayer. He said, what, you are, what people are chasing, will chase you. He said, what people are chasing, will chase you. Only the two of us, we have come to understand that. We have come to understand that. Because the great man of God prophesied. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, what are the teachings? What does the ditches represent? Because our God is a God of mysteries. He's the God of miracles. He's the God of surprises. The ditches represent the position of your faith. It represents obeying an instruction. Beloved, what do you do when an impossible situation appears? Let me tell you three things you should do. Four things. When an impossible situation appears, number one, seek God in prayer and worship. Seek God. 
Seek God. Before you even talk to any human being. Seek God first. There is a situation now we are working at. And I've come to understand this. Beloved. Not everything people should hear. I'm telling you. People will tell you their opinions and their experiences. Be careful. That thing, it happened to this person. It happened to my friend. It happened to this. Maybe you are a unique person. You know, this is the area the devil has gotten me too much. Because I ask for advice too much. Look, I'm somebody who asks for advice. Papa will tell you. Papa tells me that you listen. You listen. I seek for advice. Every small thing. When I'm not sure, I will start asking. What do you think about this? Because I don't want to make mistakes. Because the Bible says that in the multitude of counselors, victory is assured. In the multitude of counselors, advice. Victory is assured. I don't do things just like that. I ask for advice. Sometimes in my children. This thing, what do you think about this? I just want to hear. Then I'll put all together. Then I say, God. What do you see? But you see, that's a mistake first. You want God to confirm what people have said. He will not. He rather wants you to come to him first. And then what he has told you. Then he will use people to confirm. Unfortunately. Some of us who are very good friends. Everything. Our friend first. Some of us who are too close to our mothers. We are close to our our fathers. They are the first. Then your best friend will give you his counsel. That is why some of you are not still married. Because when the Lord was leading you into that marriage, you had peace. Then you told your friend. Then your friend was telling you how the forehead, the forehead of the man. You, you haven't seen the forehead yet. Too. Your eye didn't come. You see, God has seen the, that forehead. See, or, or, or the valley inside the head. God has seen it. You haven't seen it. But your friend has seen it. They say, which man? The one Whose head is like Mugoyaro? Ah, it has something like that. They say, oh, which head? Say, oh, you haven't seen? Ah, you oh, say, no, no, I haven't seen. They say, okay, you, you go. Go and watch the head well. And then you come and say, yeah, of course, it's true. I, I didn't see the head, oh. You are finished. You are finished. I'm telling you, look. 
The reason why you must seek God first before you talk to any human being because you don't know the condition of people at the time you are talking to them. I'm telling you, look, something happened recently. And even this morning when we're coming to church, we prayed a prayer almost the whole night, one of the days. And the next day, we saw the effect of the prayer. We were shocked. We were shocked. The same person who has said no, this thing cannot be possible. Now the person shouted, oh, it can be possible. It can be possible. Hey! So you see, if we are not praying, we are going to be settled for less. Seek God first. In every impossible situation, before you talk to him, number two, they say, seek the counsel of God first. Seek the counsel of God first. Number three, in seeking God, you ask simple questions. Lord, what should I do? Who should I talk to? What should I do? Who should I talk to? Do I have to talk to somebody? These are the questions you ask. And then whilst you are going about your daily activities, the Holy Spirit will start speaking to you. Look, Jehoshaphat asked King Ahab, is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire from? That is in verse 11. Is there no prophet? Mary asked Gabriel, when he came to announce, that she will become pregnant. How shall this be? Since I am a virgin. You see, I like reading Zechariah and other prophets. They ask God questions. God is not angry for you to ask questions. Ask him questions. Ask him and wait for answers. How shall this be? Because what you are saying, it doesn't make sense to me. The angel said, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you and the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. Beloved, like I said, the reason why we should engage God first before you engage any human being is because you may not know the current mental, emotional, and spiritual state of the person. You may not know. So, in Second King, in Second Samuel chapter seven, Second Samuel chapter seven, verse one and two, David wanted to build a temple, and he said to Prophet Nathan, I want to build a temple for the Lord. Look at what I'm saying. Nathan said, it is good. Go ahead. It is well. Go ahead. After that, 
God said to Nathan, no way, David is not the one. He has fought too many battles. Please, be careful how you listen to prophets. Some of you prophets are telling you when, when, when to brush your teeth. When to sleep with your wives. How many times you should have sex. Nonsense. Why are you people quiet and looking at me like that? Eh? You have become a, 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 a prophet. Why I, I don't know. When I say prophet, not that. Look, I am a prophet. We are God's prophet. But the prophetic gift can be abused. That is why it is the number one gift God says that you should monitor. Prophet can speak from their mind. Yes. Uh-huh. We can speak from our minds. We can also speak under inspiration. We can speak under any influence. That's why you must be careful. Ask God simple questions. People are very quick. Get the first word from God. Turn to the person, but you tell the person, get the first word from God. You see, the problem with many of you, you don't know how God speaks. You are children of God, but you don't know how God speaks. Look, if God is your father, take God as your father. He communicates Get the first word from God. There are a few occasions where I've counseled some people and told, God told me what you said is not correct. What you told the person. Then I called the person. I said, even here, when we're in the wooden structure, I preached, haven't you heard me? I preached something, and the next time I come to preach, I said, last Sunday when I was preaching, I said this, it wasn't correct. Haven't you heard me doing so? Yes! Yes! But how many prophets can do that? There are a few of you. I've forgotten somebody. I just, the next day I call, I say, hey, what did I tell you the other day? He said, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. Let's pray more. This is somebody who has submitted himself to the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit must speak. But not everybody is like that. Some people will want their word to be supreme. Those who are quick to share their marital proposal with friends. Prayer partners. And family members. He's my prayer partner. Listen, thank God. But he is still your friend. 
He's still a human being. Your prayer partner is still a human being. Look, I have been at places when prayer partners, after they pray, one will leave and go and call somebody. Let's pray against my friend. Let's pray against the my friend. Let's pray against. But they are close prayer partners. When, when after they finish praying four hours and they say amen, this one will leave. And, and go to a friend. I have a topic. Let's pray. This my friend. This one, I can't tell him. I can't tell. So you, let's pray that this. Turn to the person by you and say, say every prayer partner is still a human being. That's why I pray low. I've had prayer partners. But 90% I pray alone. My best prayer partner is my wife. But even then, occasionally we pray differently. Pray your prayer partners pray. Because we are all human beings. Tell the person your best prayer partner is still a human being. Let me tell you what conditions facilitate or sparks the, the, the things we have mentioned. Miracles, mysteries, wonders. There are certain conditions. Number one, to spark the atmosphere of miracles, signs and wonders, surprises from God. One, do your best to maintain an open father and son relationship or father and daughter relationship. You and God, try your best to maintain an open relationship. Look, learn to tell God Look, I've told God, look, I, I say, God, please touch my heart. Otherwise, I will kill this person. Tell God like that how you feel. Tell God I am lasting after this woman. Deliver me from last. Jesus will help you. Because he has been in the flesh before. Do you think when, when Mary, Mary Magdalene was using her hair to, to splash, to splash the legs and all that, you think he, he didn't feel anything? When, when a, a beautiful woman is using the hair to splash, tell God the way you feel. Maintain an open relationship. Because God knows you. Number two, persevere in faith. Three, persevere in prayer. Four, persevere in service. Five, Persevere in sacrifice. The word is perseverance. Persevere. 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 
in faith, in prayer, in service, in sacrifice. Let me talk a little bit about sacrifice. Let me tell you, every altar you build, every sacrifice you are making today is for two things. Number one, is for you and your descendants. Number two, it is for your difficult tomorrow. Let me tell you, Today, you see how the economy has become. Everything is increasing. Eh? This is where those who have really sacrificed well in the past, in the past, they will not feel it. I said they will never feel it. The sacrifices you have made yesterday, they are for difficult times. Look, this time, let me advise you. Those Christians who are crooks, they borrow money, they will not pay. They are like this, they are like this. You are going to die. Because now, people will not give you help again. Because they know you. Meanwhile, this is the time you need help. They are going to use your past. Look, this is the time we must change. We must be honest. So that your honesty will, will qualify you. Because you don't know when you need help. Some of you are so reckless. You borrow. You don't care again. Wait. Tomorrow is coming. Difficult days are coming. The days that you really need. A cousin of mine came and sat before me. She was dying of liver problem. Then I asked him, 20 years ago, you came for so so and so. And after you came for this, and after you came for this, then I, I said to him, 20 years ago, the monies you came from me, today, they are my Sunday offering. They don't mean anything for me. But because of what you have done 20 years ago, you will die. You will die. I will not help you. I counted something for for him for transport. Go. I won't be full again. Nonsense. Go. He went and after three, 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 three months he died. He died. That's how people are going to treat you. Look, this is the time to be faithful. This time, stop Krukweso. Because difficult days are coming. Sacrifice more. Pray more. So that your tomorrow is open. I'm telling you. Now when you are going for help. They say, oh, yes, yes, this one. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I remember. Yes, I remember. There is one of the... I don't, I don't want to go there. Did you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. What is your responsibility? 
In all the look, let me tell you. Go to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26, verse, verse 1 to 5. What I am saying, look, the altar you build your sacrifice is for your is for your the difficult challenges ahead of you. And there was a famine in the land. Beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. Verse 2. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land. And I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Now verse 5. Because, because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Because of Abraham's obedience, when Isaac faced famine, when people were running away, God said to Isaac, Isaac, you have a reference point. Your father has built altars. Your father has sacrificed. Isaac, you don't have a problem. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Turn to the person by you. And tell the person. What you are doing today. Is for, is for difficult problems tomorrow. So do it very well. We want to pray. But before we pray, this morning the Lord said I should address this. Now, let me, let me, before I come there, we have a responsibility. Four responsibilities. Knowing that our God is the God of mysteries, miracles, and surprises, signs and wonders. What should be our responsibility? Number one, hold on to your confession of faith. Hold on to your confession of faith. Please, hold on to your confession of faith. Don't change what you believe. Because your God is a God of miracles. Number two, hold on to your expectations. Hold on to your expectations. Number three, guard your heart, your mind, and your ears. Guard your heart, your mind. And your ears. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Cut your heart. Because out of, out of his 
brings the issues of life. God, what, what thoughts, what mindset controls your mind? It's very important. Number four, guard your senses. In 1999, after I, 1998, December, we organized my appreciation to buy, to buy my car. We paid, we, paid, we paid half. And we couldn't pay. So I gave them up to January ending. This man started calling me. Started calling me. Kaniak Enterprise. That's how we call the, 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 the garage where we bought the car. Kaniak Enterprise. Kaniak Enterprise. So this man will call me every week. He say, month ending, I say yes. Then the week, the last week of January, the, there, was no, there, was, there was no sign that I could get the money to pay. Usually it is Saturdays I go to him. Then Wednesday night, after, after we have come for Bible studies, I said, My wife, we had an, a semi all night. We prayed, we were crying. I said, God, you know me. When I say something, I want to do it. And people respect me for that. Please, God. We were crying. When he got to a point, she was tired. I said, she go and sleep. Then me too, I was still praying. Before I realized, I was hanging on the wall. And I started, I started dozing. Then I heard the voice of God. The God you are serving has never lost a battle. Don't give up. I went, we slept. Thursday morning, we went, we went to Achimota Forest. We were praying. We started with when she were crying. God, Saturday, God, Saturday. When we're going, we met a lady praying at the place. We just made her a sign like this and went further. And we, we, we stayed there, and then we raised songs, then we started crying. As we praying, I just saw the lady coming to us. She came to us and held our hands. And she started speaking in tongues. She started prophesying. God will pay for that car. You will never be ashamed. You, but you see, there was a distance. How did she know? After that, Saturday morning, I was going somewhere. Before in the afternoon, I said, all die, be die. All die, be die. I will go and tell him that I didn't get the money. Then, as I was joining the distance, I heard pam 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 pam. knocked my day and said, that car, they are coming. So they passed. Then somebody, a brother, in my former church came out. He said, Pastor Adela, 
You invited me for your function. And I didn't come. To be honest, I can't even remember that brother. I didn't invite him. Honestly, I don't know when I didn't invite him. You invited me, I couldn't come. Please wait, I have something for you. He went into his car, brought me an envelope. I said, thank you. Immediately, I sat down. I counted the envelope. It was exactly the balance. Look. When you are faithful to God, he will never disgrace you. Situations will come. It will be as if you are sleeping. As if your feet is sleeping. God. The God of miracles. The God of mysteries. The God of signs and wonders. He will manifest himself to you. I said he will manifest himself to you. Don't give up. Hold on to your faith. Persevere. Persevere. Persevere in whatever you are doing. Because he's the God of miracles. His ways are not our ways. That testimony will surely come. That expectation will surely come. That breakthrough will surely come. Let me address it before we pray. Sometimes, we are the hindrances to our testimonies. God said I should tell you this. Especially those of you whose marriages are delayed. This morning, God spoke to me. The reason why some of you's marriages are delayed is because of family preferences. Family preferences. Any man you bring, the family say we don't want. Please, if you are here like that, stop praying for marriage. You won't get it. Tell your family to give you the man they want. I'm telling you, family preferences. We, we don't want an Ewe. We, we don't want a gun. We, have they created a human being before? Let them give you the person they want then. God told me that some of you, the reason why your, your marriages are suffering is because of family preferences. You submitted to family preferences instead of God. That's why your marriages are suffering. Look, we were traveling to some place and I picked some pastor friends and we got to a region and there was a signboard a signboard and the pastor friend said you see this is where I come from everybody everybody in the car shouted you mean you are, you are from here say, yes ah, ah. you are from here ah are you not from western region no. my ancestors Went and settled there. But I am a votarian. 
This is my hometown. No, everybody in the car was shouting. So can you speak away? Say, I can't speak. But this is where we come from. And this is how my first marriage collapsed. Because my wife's family said they don't marry And at the time I was married, I didn't know I was an every. So when we married, fight, 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 fight. Finally, one day I got to know that I am an Anglo-San. That was how the marriage collapsed. Anybody here, where your family say, we don't want, please, stop well, praying. You won't, God will not give you a husband. That prayer, you won't get answered. Go and tell your family to give you the man that they want The prayer, I want you to pray. Pray this prayer. Confession. Say, Father, I am sorry. Forgive me. That I have submitted to family and personal preference. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell Don't disobey your family. I have traveled for a funeral. And when I saw the way they were treating the woman, I said, My daughter will never marry for me. I said, none of my children will marry from here. But you know something? If that is where the destiny wife, the destiny husband of any of them will come from, I will surrender. Because I am not God. I am not God. Some of you, your marriages are suffering because of your family preference. Has your family created any human being? Do you know? Look, as we are sitting down here, guns are they Ghanaians? Do you know where the guns come from? Do you know where the guns come from? Guns are they Ghanaians? Are they Ghanaians? Look, listen to me. We, look, we all came from different places. We came from different places. We came from different places. Look, if you want to trace the bloodline, eh, if God show you the bloodline, look, some of you, your great great grandfather, they are from the north. They are, they are from the Dagomba. You are carrying Dagomba blood. Then you say me. None of my people will marry a Dagomba. Meanwhile, you are carrying a Dagomba black. God said I should tell you. Those of you, family preferences, stop praying. Tell your family, give me the kind of man you want me to marry. You send this man, family say no. Family that marriage will never work. That person, your marriage will suffer. Even the one the family finally agrees, it will suffer. 
a child of God, waiting for family preferences, instead of God, go to God. Say, God, you know me. You design me. You know the destiny I should fulfill. Look, what is good for you? What is the best to marry from your hometown? Somebody you can speak the same language with. It is, it is just the best. But God knows that somebody from the hometown, the destiny you carry, the person cannot help you. So he will, bring, he will direct you to somebody from somewhere. And then your family say no. You are finished. Stop bothering God. From today, those of you here who are suffering from that, let me give you a prayer point. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Deliver me from family preferences. Deliver me from family preferences. Deliver me. Shall we rise right now? Why is the place? Today you didn't drop. Uh, Madam uh, Bridget, why are you laughing like that? Today you didn't come to the front here. Eh? Madam Bridget, you're <laughs> chill. Today you people are not coming. You are not and making me happy. Out. You know why you are dropping it in here? <laughs> yes. Somebody to her a Kenyan. Don't worry, I understand. I under, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Listen to me. Some of you. Eh? Go and pray this prayer. You say, me, I will never marry a gun. Do you know where your first ancestor came from? Your first ancestor is a gun. It's a gun who went and settled in Kumase. You are carrying a gun blood. Then you are saying, I will not marry a gun. My family, we don't marry guns. Let God show you your bloodline. And you will know the mistake we are making. How we are, we are worrying God for nothing. With my marriage. Oh God, give me a husband. God is laughing at you. So God is saying, God is saying, it's not me. It's you. You and your family. Your family are gods. They have created human beings. They want a particular man for you. They want a particular woman for you. Who, who told you that somebody from your hometown is the one who will help you when the to your destiny? Who told you? How do you know? Yes, it is the best. I wish I married somebody from my hometown. But the woman God has given to me, she is the best of the best. Even though not from my hometown. She's the best of the best. Because God knows how he has designed me. The destiny he has for me. And he knows the person. The person may not come from my hometown. And because I was praying at the age of 16, God rewarded my prayer. Some of you are just walking with your eyes, looking, especially the young, young people. Young people, they are looking with eyes. Understand? 
Some of you young people, you are sleeping with girls, and because because you are broken their heart, some people yes, are no morning, longer coming to church. Some of you, you have Sorry, chopped, bro, you have chopped their money. You have drunk hey, their soup. You have fear. eaten their, their stews. You have eaten fufu and all that because you promised you marry them. You marry them. You marry them. Then boa. So now they are no longer coming to church. May God deliver you from that in Jesus' mighty. I declare to you this morning that no matter what you have heard about the economy, no matter what you have heard. No matter your situation, your, no matter your, the, your condition, the God of mysteries, the God of miracles, the God of surprises is your God. Is your God. No matter the delay in your life, no matter the hold up, no matter what is happening today, I say the God of mysteries, the God of miracles, it's about to show up. 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 Thank you for listening to today's word. We believe that you have been impacted greatly. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to give your life to Christ, please say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you came to do for me. Your life for mine, my sin for your righteousness. I believe that you are the Son of God sent to die for me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your grace towards me. Amen. Beloved, if you have said this prayer, you are now a child of God. Welcome to God's heavenly family. You can send us an email on deliveranceagdh at gmail.com. We would be glad to assist you and help you grow in the Lord. Thank you. Till next time, keep living the glorious life in Christ.